Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. I was watching the news uh, yesterday, and there was a scene in a uh, care home where, very sweetly, some some of the young staff, like in their twenties, were singing like wartime hits uh, to the elderly that they'd taken the trouble to learn, and that was very touching. And I thought, gosh, let's scoot forward thirty or forty years, and there are going to be uh, little sort of twenty-year-olds there singing to people like me, uh, you know, with a little microphone and a Bon Tempe keyboard, going, "Just make it clap, come on, just make it clap." That's right. The world is a great big Jaffa cake. Some people don't like it, others do. Either way, it's okay. All you've got to say is not today. Thank you. Well, I was never a huge fan of trick or treat the rest of the year, is it? With the social measures? That's fine. That's fine. Not a problem. Wasn't there something, there was an Ernest Bevin quote saying something about, we'll get it done and we'll get it done cheerfully. Or something. There, there was. The internet doesn't seem to know. Uh, so if you don't enjoy today's podcast, it's because I wasted a lot of time trying to find that quote. Anyway, welcome along. Everything's gone up the wonks, but we're here. And God damn it, we're cheerful. Not today, thank you. I've said it before on this podcast, but I do think that we hit another wall this week. How are you holding up? Are you all right? It's quite tough. It's quite grueling. Uh, it, it's a bit like being in a straight jacket, I think. It's it's like, you, you know, you, on one hand, you can kind of not fight against it and you can just sort of lie there calmly for a bit. But then you have other moments where, you know, you remember that you're still underwater and that padlock's not going to open itself, is it? Sorry. <laughs> Horrendous imagery. And uh, remember... Houdini. Uh, But the wheels fell off in politics yesterday, too. Uh, I'm sure you heard this bit of Vaughan Gething thinking that he'd left his Zoom meeting before he started uh, speaking his mind about Jenny Rathbone. I tell you what, I know Jenny is ready. I think think Vaughan Gething needs to turn his mic 
Vaughan Gethin needs to turn his microphone off. Meanwhile, the papers, particularly the Express, try to <laughs> whip up some hilarity, <laughs> saying, oh, MPs erupted into laughter uh, when Peter Bone had a technical issue. <laughs> when, to be honest, they didn't erupt into laughter. They, they went, huh, because he sort of came back in a little bloopy bit. And actually, by the way, it was a blimming good question. Mr Speaker, at this time of national emergency, many people are, are being forced to use their bank overdrafts. Yet the banks are charging 20% interest per year, which they're going to increase to 40% in July. At the same time, they're offering savers a pathetic interest rate of 0.1%. Yet these are the same banks that were saved by billions and billions of pounds of taxpayers' money. What on earth is going on? When are the banks going to act in the national interest? Acting First Minister. Often is prime. I think the First Secretary, if you can get the best out of that, will all benefit. First Secretary. I think there's some takeout from this. I'd say if you've got a good question that you want to raise, an issue uh, that you want to get put about a bit, uh, then, you know, do something. Make sure you accidentally tip a pot of yoghurt over your head at the end and then everyone will share it. Hello, yes. I'd like to ask, why are we forced to make a 100-year-old man walk laps of his garden to raise money for a struggling NHS as if it's a charity? It is not. It is a public health service which has been strangled for over a decade by austerity, all of which led to the increased casualties of coronavirus as pandemic preparation became squeezed out for budgetary reasons. Oh, no! Oh, no! Great fun. Uh, in the meantime, in the States, I mean, what's happening there? It is descending into absolute bedlam. It sort of feels like a wet lunch. Uh, can, can you get off the desks, please. Like watching Trump, it's like an inept supply teacher on his first day trying to just hold them down. Yeah, but sir, no, but are you taking adequate measures to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, though? Can you put your sandwiches in your lunchbox, please? Uh, yesterday, Trump produced the director of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and star of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Robert Redfield, to confirm or deny comments he'd given to the Washington Post, warning that if a second wave of coronavirus hit during the flu season, it would be much worse. Trump gave it all. No, no, that's totally inaccurate. Totally inaccurate. And the headlines are wrong. But then, um, well, uh, uh, well, um, uh, uh, well. We're going to have the flu epidemic and the coronavirus epidemic at the same time. Is that what you said to the Washington Post? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say to you um, just a minute ago, that the issue that I was talking about, about being more difficult, is that we're going to have two viruses circulating at the same time. This spring that we just went through, February, we had a benefit of having the flu season ended. So we could use all our flu surveillance systems to say, whoops, this is coronavirus, we need to focus. Next fall and, and, and winter, we are gonna have two viruses circulating. And we're gonna have to distinguish between which is flu and which is the coronavirus. And so the comment that I made, it's more difficult. Doesn't mean it's gonna be more impossible. Doesn't mean it's gonna be more, as some people have said, uh, worse. It just means it's gonna be more difficult because we have to distinguish between the two. And what I was wanting to do and what I wanna do again here is appeal to the American public to recognize they can really help like they did with mitigation, which they really helped. 
I need them to help now to best prepare us by getting the flu vaccine and taking flu out of the picture. But that quote, but that quote, but, 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 but excuse me. not even have corona coming back, just so you understand. No, but, 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 I'm sorry, but, but, but that quote that I just read was accurate, right, sir? That's the quote from the Washington Post. You were accurately quoted, correct? I'm accurately quoted in the Washington Post. So, ha, ha, um, I, I, I have some tr- tricky news for you. Now, if you are a, a lover of cats, uh, take a moment, maybe sit down. Uh, it's all going to be fine. Uh, but there is a news story that two pet cats in New York have tested positive for COVID-19. Now, that's not to say it can spread from a pet to a human. But, I mean, I guess it does mean that it's spread from a human to a pet i did watch was it matt hancock yesterday stroking the cat the number 10 downing street cat i was like how stupid are you like how many people have stroked that cat today stroking someone else's cat is a bad idea right now um anyway i'm just saying uh you know keep keep your pets uh keep 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 them keep them close I'm not a big fan of uh, keeping cats indoors. I know it's the sort of accepted practice is what you're supposed to do, but um, and now I think about it, I do sort of slightly wish I'd done that. Uh, maybe I'd still have a cat, but then again, he loved going outdoors and hunting, and you know, like it's their instinct. I don't know. I'm happy to have that conversation if you want to. It's out not today, Pod. Serious issues, yeah. Let's uh, let's grasp the nettle. Uh, I could be Victoria Derbyshire. I just don't have the time. Too busy. indulging my ego right let's do this yes it's time once more to open up the not today thank you homeschool and today we're going to learn about poetry a subject i've been somewhat scathing about in the past but with open hearts now and minds uh, and anything else uh, let's welcome Hannah, your teacher for today. So, today we're going to write some poems. Now I know that you're thinking that's a little bit tricky, but everybody can do this. We're going to start with acrostics. Just write a word in capital letters down the left-hand side of your page with each letter under the previous one. Maybe your name or something you like to eat. Then think of a word that starts with each letter. For example, our head boy, Jake Yap, could be... Jake's apostles kindly extend you applause, plaudits, praise. And here's another one. Jaffa cakes. Jelly and fun-filled appetising creations are keenly eaten slowly. Oh, Amel, Amel dear, could you please go and get Mr Crisp the janitor? He's going to need his mop and bucket because Jake's been sick. Or maybe it's some nasty tofu he had for breakfast. Yeah, I like that nasty tofu, yeah! I like it nasty like that, yeah! Come on, make that tofu nasty! I'll tell you a fun thing you can do with tofu. No, you, uh, if, if, if you get a pack of tofu, um, you know, like the cauldron stuff you get in the supermarkets in the fridge section, and you think, oh, is that what I have to get for my niece now? Is that what we're doing? Um... Take it home, open it, drain it, freeze it, wrap it in like uh, brown paper and then foil. Freeze it 
and then take it out and defrost it, which you can do if you do like two and a half minutes on a plate uh, in the microwave and then sort of squeeze out the water. There'll be a lot, maybe between two plates because it'll be really hot. Uh, turn it over, do another two and a half minutes. That will pretty much do it. But the texture completely changes, right? It turns into, I would describe it as, do you remember those sponges at school? when you, Not the cakes, like when you were um, like cleaning up and they stank of like sour milk and probably witch hazel blood and boys tears uh that so um the texture completely changes by freezing like it's truly miraculous like don't skip that part because it won't work otherwise anyway then slice it like th- th- down the narrowest bit so like if, imagine if you like if if the tofu was the block was a book you'd like open it halfway and then rip it so that you've got two identical kind of surface area. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, do that. Then you fry them in quite a lot of oil and then uh, sprinkle each side with this amazing salt called Kalanamak, K-A-L-A-N-A-M-A-K. And it's like, uh, it's black salt. And I was thought, you know, that was just a myth. It's like people saying, hmm, yes, well, I, I, I like badwa, but I don't like, like all bottled water is basically the same. Although badwa is a bad choice because you can tell when it's badwa because it's basically like carbonated brine. Anyway, uh, as a bad example. Anyway, so you've got this black salt and it's amazing because it's, it tastes of hard boiled eggs. Like it's very sulfurous um, and funky and nasty. So, yeah, I like that nasty tofu. Uh, And then uh, once you've fried it, it goes really, really crispy. Then make an incision again and uh, and then in a separate pan, mix up some either soy milk or water with uh, some gram flour, some chickpea flour uh, uh, with some more kalanamak until it makes a sort of a a very thick paste, almost like you're making shoe pastry, you know, Uh, like a thick kind of pasty paste but then thin it down a bit. Now that's going to be your Asat's egg yolk to go in your Asat's fried egg, which is what the tofu is. Okay. Uh, and then make an incision inside this sort of uh, your tofu slab so that it's got, it's like a pocket, like a pita bread, and then stuff some of that yolk in. And the nice thing about that is, you know, if you want it, you know, well done, like your egg yolks, you can just cook it through so it's really thick. If you like it a bit runny, add a bit more water or soy milk till it's a bit runnier. It's brilliant. And then um, serve it on really nasty, cheap white bread with a lot of marge and some ketchup. Oh, God, I'm going to have to do that for breakfast. Oh, God, it's so good. Thanks, Hannah. Look what you made me do. Go and do that. Honestly, it's if you're if you if. Oh, oh, man. I might need a moment. Is that okay? Um, I had some really lovely emails. Thank you so much. Uh, Jonathan Matthews sent uh, an email, the subject line of which made me laugh, uh, which is great. Uh, the subject line just says, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself, stop kicking yourself, stop hitting yourself, <laughs> which I really enjoyed. He said, hey, Jake. So I heard today's, not today, thank you. I think this is the day before yesterday. And the amount of, oh no, it was yesterday's. And the amount of self-flagellation you were performing, particularly around some missing audio. Well, I just needed to write and let you know what I genuinely remember thinking as I listened to the wrong 
version of the AML bit. As it started, AML was clearly playing a game, a one-sided game, a very, very boring game for the listener. And as it carried on and on, the sad truth became clear. Only a talent as omni-absent as his. (laughs) What a great word. Could possibly think that this was acceptable audio or radio content. And I laughed like a drain. Genuinely, it was funny. Don't beat yourself up. Your bits are fantastically funny, even when you mess up. Keep going. We need you now more than ever. Oh, bless you. Um, And could you create some Patreon tiers in pounds instead of dollars? Oh, yeah, I need to sort that out. I I don't know, Jonathan. I'll figure it out. Thank you for your extremely kind email, though. That that was so sweet of you. Um, Thanks. I did beat myself up a bit for that one. By the way, uh, if you've got a 30-second uh, homeschool lesson, you can email it to nottoday at swanburst.com. You can also write about anything else that you like at all. I don't mind. I've got nothing else to do. We're here, aren't we? Finally, before I go, don't forget hashtag now19. We're building a playlist of uh, tunes that uh, we all think are good ones to get us through these strange times. Uh, Julie is wonderfully uh, collating that into a Spotify playlist and has offered to sort of do some sub categories so that there's like uh, tunes to make you cry, uh, tunes you play on your phone to try and annoy your neighbor's back. Don't know why I'd say that. Silly songs, classical music and stuff. Um, Julie, if you're up for doing that, that would be brilliant. Um, We're going to close it tomorrow, uh, possibly even later today. So uh, get a shift on because uh, I think we're going to publish it tomorrow, which is really exciting. I can't wait to hear all of your... Hear your musics. I have studied musics from around the world. And... uh, um, uh, Right. I'm going to stop now and... uh, get on with all the other things don't forget now wash your hands is on radio 4 tonight at 11 p.m it's also on bbc sounds as a podcast i've got an amazing song on it uh jess robinson is singing um the song and it's a sort of lana del rey kind of edwin collinsy thing which is not really my cup of tea but my god she makes it electrifying um if you can't hear it i will put it on tomorrow's podcast for you to hear it anyway also um, I'm doing Comedy Club on Radio 4 Extra. So from 10 till 12 every night for something like the next 10 nights, um, I am doing all the links between the shows. And uh, it's a nice, calm play. It sort of reminds me of Now Wash Your Hands. It's like a very sweet, gentle little community uh, over there. So if you fancied listening to that, it would be lovely to have you over there. Also, uh, all my songs uh, from Now Wash Your Hands are up as separate things on the BBC website, and I'll share the link for that with you. Uh, Thanks to Laura for sorting that one out. Right, that really is it. Have a good day. Um, You know, hold tight. Try not to struggle in the straitjacket too much. I see angels. Angels! Angels are coming for me. I'm sorry, that's awful. Uh, Right, everything's fine. Calm down, Jesus! You're hysterical. Please stop screaming at me. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to have a nap. See you tomorrow. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.